Hello and welcome to episode 17 of the Mindfulness Hub. How are we feeling today? Wherever you are in the world, I hope you're having a great day. Thanks for joining this space, your space, every week. Thanks to every listener who constantly contributes with ideas, suggestions, and shares for making our hub bigger. I am truly grateful for you, for being part of our mindful tribe, and for spreading awareness about mindfulness and mental health. Thanks for supporting this project, produced for making our lives better. Our hub was created for sharing mindfulness topics that will improve your lifestyle, boost your mood, give you a space to relax, and of course, reconnect with your inner peace. If this is your first time here, then welcome to this curated space for unwinding, distressing, and reconnecting with ourselves. My name is Aileen Perez, and this is the Mindfulness Hub. Don't forget to follow, subscribe, share, and message. Feel free to reach me via email, aileen.yoga at gmail.com or through Instagram at Aileen underscore yoga and mention any mindfulness topic you'd like me to discuss in the upcoming episodes. Well, I made a poll last week about the upcoming topics we should discuss and the most voted one was REM and deep sleep. Since this is one of my favorite topics, let me take you into a journey about mindfulness, sleeping stages, how stress sabotages deep sleep and REM, and how to enhance these stages of our sleeping cycle. Take a deep breath, relax, and enjoy. In episode 3, Bedtime Routines, we discuss the different stages of our sleeping cycle. For those who didn't have the chance to check it, we have five stages during the sleeping cycle. Non-REM, also called NREM, which are stages 1, 2, 3, and 4. And stage 5, which is REM sleep, where REM stands for rapid eye movement. Now let's talk about each stage one by one. Stage 1 is light sleep and represents a transition from the waking state to sleep. Here is where our brain activity begins to slow down in comparison to being awake. Stage two happens when you are no longer awake. Your body temperature begins to decrease and your heart rate starts to slow down. Interesting fact, it's less common to wake up during this sleep stage even if it's still somehow light sleep. Stage three is the beginning of deep sleep where your brain starts to produce delta waves, aka slow waves, and you will experience eye movement or muscle activity. Actually, it is difficult to wake up someone from this stage. Stage 4 is deep, non-rapid eye movement sleep. In this stage, we start producing even more delta waves and respond even less to external stimuli. For example, Parasomnias like sleepwalking or sleep talking occur during this deep stage of sleep. Finally, we have stage 5, REM sleep. In this stage, we are in our dreaming state and our brain waves are more active than in stages 2 and 3. Plus, eye movements are faster than what you experience in your first cycle of REM sleep, about 60 to 90 minutes after falling asleep. I've been asked several times which is the most important stage. Well, 
According to Hardware Health, non-REM sleep is thought to restore the body, while REM sleep restores the mind. Therefore, it's difficult to pick which sleep stage is the most important because more than one stage is vital to our well-being. But why are REM and deep sleep so important? Let's go first with the REM stage. Experts have found evidence suggesting REM sleep is a crucial part of memory consolidation, besides helping prepare and maintain neural connections to enhance future learning. Moreover, studies show that taking a nap and reaching the REM sleep stage leads to improvements in working memory. Along the same lines, REM sleep likely plays a role in brain development and the muscle twitches experienced during this sleep stage may contribute to motor learning. Something interesting is that the sleep period of newborn babies consists of 50% REM sleep, supporting the theory that REM sleep is important for the developing brain. REM also appears to foster emotional processing and creativity. Although people can dream during both REM and non-REM sleep, Dreams during REM sleep are often more vivid and unusual, whereas dreams during non-REM sleep are more grounded in reality. Other research has found that REM sleep may help people recover from stressful events, and obtaining larger amounts of REM sleep after a traumatic event may reduce the chances of developing post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD. Most research has focused on the mental effects of REM sleep, but REM has physical impacts too. Recent studies have shown a possible link between insufficient sleep and obesity, suggesting that missing the REM sleep period near the end of the night may increase next day appetite. It's time to talk about deep sleep. During deep sleep, your body releases growth hormone and it works to build and repair muscles, bones, tissue, and support our immune system. Additionally, deep slow-wave sleep may be important for regulating glucose metabolism. Plus, this stage is important for cognitive function and memory, and it is thought to play a role in language learning, motor skills, and the developing brain. At the same time, insufficient deep sleep may decrease your immune response and leave you more vulnerable to infection. One more important thing, potentially harmful waste products are eliminated from the brain during this phase. As a result, disruptions to deep sleep may also drive advancement of neurological diseases such as Alzheimer's and Parkinson's disease. Actually, I was reading an article about the slow waves that characterize deep non-REM sleep and their impact on neural hygiene. This article, titled Deep Sleep Gives Your Brain a Deep Clean, is found in Scientific American magazine, and it shows how cerebrospinal fluid, CSF, may flush toxic waste out, cleaning the brain. Yes, these studies have shown that garbage clearance is hugely improved during deep sleep. An interesting fact that is well understood is how the slow electrical oscillations or slow waves that characterize deep non-REM sleep contribute to memory consolidation, the process whereby new memories are transferred into long-term storage. Moreover, 
A new study from Boston University now gives insight into what drives CSF flow through the brain, suggesting that the same slow waves that coordinate memory consolidation drive oscillations in blood flow and CSF in the brain. On top of that, the findings have implications for neurodegenerative diseases, which are thought to be caused by buildup of toxic proteins in the brain, such as amyloid beta in Alzheimer's disease. Isn't it fascinating how both REM and deep sleep have such an impact in our brain and overall health? Now that we are aware of the importance of these two stages, the next question is, how much REM and deep sleep should we get? According to Sleep Foundation, adults need at least 7 hours of sleep every night. REM sleep should make up around 20-25% of a person's total time asleep, while deep sleep should represent 13-23% of their sleep time. It sounds quite easy, right? <laughs> but we both know there are factors that not only interfere with our deep sleep and REM stages, but mess up our entire sleep. I'm sure you already know the first factor. Yes, you are right. It is stress. Stress influences our entire sleeping cycle and prevents us from reaching these deep stages of rest and recovery. According to the Division of Sleep Medicine at Harvard Medical School, individuals of all ages who experience stress, anxiety, and depression tend to find it more difficult to fall asleep. And when they do, sleep tends to be light and includes more REM sleep and less deep sleep. This is likely because our bodies are programmed to respond to stressful and potentially dangerous situations by waking up. Stress, even that caused by daily concerns, can stimulate this arousal response and make restful sleep more difficult to achieve. Caffeine, alcohol, nicotine, and antihistamines, as well as prescription medications, including beta blockers, alpha blockers, and antidepressants can also affect both quantity and quality of our sleep. For example, caffeine, nicotine, and alcohol generally decrease the quantity of slow-wave deep sleep and REM sleep while increasing the number of awakenings. In terms of beta blockers, which are used to treat high blood pressure, congestive heart failure, glaucoma, and migraines, they often decrease the amount of REM and slow-wave sleep, besides being associated with increased daytime sleepiness. Alpha blockers, which are also used to treat high blood pressure and prostate conditions, are linked to decreased REM and increased daytime sleepiness. Finally, antidepressants, which can decrease the duration of periods of REM sleep, still have unknown long-term effects on sleep as a whole. One less factor that influences REM and deep sleep stages is the room temperature. This is a reminder that the environment affects our sleep. Interestingly, slight changes occur in your body temperature as you cycle between REM and non-REM sleep. The body cools as you enter NREM and heats up slightly when you enter REM. At the same time, higher body temperatures during sleep are linked to a lower amount of deep sleep, both NREM stage 3 and REM sleep, and this can have a noticeable effect on how you feel when you wake up. 
If you were wondering what is the ideal bedroom temperature, many reliable sources suggest that it is somewhere in the range of 15.5 to 21 degrees Celsius, 60 to 70 degrees Fahrenheit, being 18.3 degrees Celsius, a constantly recommended average. Nevertheless, it depends on each individual and their preferences, because a room that is too hot or too cold can also disrupt our sleeping cycle. Personally, 20 to 21 degrees Celsius is perfect for me, as I am pretty sensitive to cold. What about you? Is there any specific temperature you prefer for sleeping? I'll be asking this question on Instagram, so feel free to share your answer. So, how can we enhance our deep sleep and REM stages? Let me share with you some of my favorite practices. Tip number one, make yoga a daily must. Yoga is a great way to center your body and mind, but it can also promote better sleeping quality. Make yoga an important part of your daily morning routine or right before bed. Focus on yoga poses for a sleep that relax both the body and the mind. Try restorative yoga or yin yoga, enjoy a cozy session of yoga nidra. There are so many available options out there. Tip number two, meditate every single day. As we all know, mindfulness and meditation are proven to enhance our sleeping quality, besides reducing stress and anxiety. The more you practice meditation, the better your sleep will be. That includes getting more restful deep sleep and REM stage. Tip number three, listen to white and pink noise. Sound plays an important role in your ability to fall and stay asleep. If you live in the heart of a city or have a noisy neighbor, try using white noise to block any sound that may be keeping you from falling and staying asleep. Those looking to increase deep sleep may benefit from listening to pink noise. Pink noise represents calming nature sounds like steady rainfall or waves crashing on a beach. This type of noise has been found to increase deep sleep and improve memory in older adults. And tip number four, binaural beats. For those who know me, you definitely know I'm always swearing by my binaural beats. A binaural beat is when you hear a different tone in each ear that is slightly different in frequency. In order for a binaural beat to work, the tones have to be listened to separately through each ear and they have to have frequencies less than 1000 Hz. Music is a great way to soothe your mind and body as well. For enhancing deep sleep, look for tracks with lower beats per minute. Tunes around 60 BPM include music composed of binaural beats. These types of beats have been associated with higher levels of deep sleep and relaxation. Let's finish today's episode with a guided meditation. So find yourself in a comfortable position. It could be sitting down or lying down. And if your mind is wandering, don't worry. Shift all your attention to your breathing. Feel your inhalations and exhalations. Feel the texture and temperature of the air that you are breathing in this moment. Feel the path of the air that enters from your nose, reaches your lungs, and then comes back. Let's go more into detail by feeling the gentle air touching the corners of your nostrils. Your abdomen expanding during the inhalation 
and contracting during the exhalation. Relax the muscles from your jaw, neck, and shoulders. Leave the worries aside, and take this moment to reconnect with your inner peace. Start feeling your body, from head to toes. Feel your head, face, neck, shoulders, back, arms, hands, chest, abdomen, hips, legs, knees, and feet. If there's any area in pain or hurting, we're gonna direct our breathing to that part. Take a deep breath and repeat the following affirmation: I am relaxed and prepared for a night of deep sleep. Two more times. Take a deep breath. I am relaxed and prepared for a night of deep sleep. One last time. Take a deep breath. I am relaxed and prepared for a night of deep sleep. Before we finish, let me share with you the new dates for my 2023 Ladies Only Yoga and Wellness Retreat, named Ethereal Journey, crafted with love, dedication, and lots of healing energy. The dates are October 16 till 20th, 2023, in Menorca, Spain. I have limited slots available, plus don't miss that early bird that it's out there until March the 31st. For more information, check the link on my Instagram bio and don't hesitate to send me an email or DM. We have reached the end of episode 17. Don't forget to follow, subscribe, share, and message. Once again, feel free to contact me via email aileen.yoga at gmail.com or through Instagram at aileen underscore yoga. Most important, Give yourself the chance to unwind in the mindfulness hub. Have a great day ahead. I'll be with you next episode.